just so, so important. And in 2023, more than ever, I think it's going to matter so, so much on the team of people that you select. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Closing with Corey podcast. I wanted to start off by saying thank you guys so much. Thank you for everyone who has reached out, all the comments, all the messages. Episode number one was really just me trying to get a sense on what type of conversations were going to come from the, the, the information and stuff that I was providing. And it's really exactly what I was hoping for. Um, just people being, you know, open and free and just wanted to come to me with some questions and, and um, you know, connecting on to some of the things that I said. So it was, it was really, really great to see. Thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for everyone who has subscribed. So if you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, I have a ton of great content that I'm really excited about over the course of these next couple of months, and I think that it's going to be really, really helpful, really useful, and, and, and just to connect with a whole bunch of people as we're going into this, this 2023 market. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about a little bit today uh, and just go through 2023 a little bit. You know, if there's one word that we can really – uh, connect on to describe going into 2023. I think it's unpredictability, and you know the the market, and then with inflation and with the interest rates and war and and all these different aspects, and really not knowing how it's affecting buyers, how it's affecting sellers. I think it's going to be something that we'll see as we obviously dive a little bit more into 2023. Um, and, you know, going into this new year, I think that there is a little bit of an, an exhaustion between obviously buyers and sellers and investors and attorneys and lenders and agents and inspectors and all these different people that were just working over capacity um, from 2021 to going into about September and October of 2022. Uh, so it's just there, there's so many mixed emotions going into this year. Um, and, and I think it's, it's tough to give a definite outlook on what's going to happen. But I personally think going into the beginning of this year, I think that you are going to start to see a more normalized market. And what that kind of means is it's just that as those as those properties come on and and here's the reality you know even before this 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 crazy run that real estate went on there's always been a time to where if a property is is listed at an aggressive market value price if it's marketed properly you're going to get multiple bids there's going to be multiple buyers that are going to going to be connected to that property so i think that's something to always keep in mind that just because we're going into a little bit you know slower market and 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 that interest rates have been, uh, affected the um, affordability for buyers and the amount of buyers and all these different things. I still think that certain properties that are going to meet these larger groups of buyers are still going to be connected and in, into these possible multiple bids. So as far as a seller is concerned, that's something to think about on, on the buying end of that. Realistically, you're going to be going up against possibly less offers in a multiple bid. So instead of 50, it may be five, it may be six. It's going to be something that we'll see kind of as this, this, uh, this market unfolds a little bit. And, um, Again, got my notes here just to make sure that I kind of stay on track. Just a quick note here. Uh, this is about my ninth time recording this this podcast for episode number two. My first seven or eight, I was having some camera uh, issues. It was coming out blurry, all these different things. Wound up my camera breaking, had to get a new camera, had some audio issues. So we're, we're going on a, a, a bunch of takes for this one, but it's all good. Uh, we, we are living and learning on this one. Um, the, the, the thing too that, that sellers need to, need to kind of keep in mind a little bit is that 
you know, going into this new market and let's say now we're, we're just the, the second week into January, but the last couple of months have been a little bit slower. So realistically, if you're getting about three or four homes that are going to be closing at a little bit of a lower sales price than what you've been used to in the beginning of 2022 and the end of 2021, you're beginning to set new comps for your property. Um, normally when we're doing comps, we're trying to stick within a six to 12 month range. Um, but it's not something to where we're going past 12 months into 18 months or whatever the case is. We're trying to stay as close uh, to current time as possible. So if, if you're starting to see homes that are very similar to yours starting to close at a little bit of a lower sales price, or if they've been on the market for 90 days to hundred days or whatever the case, if, if they're still active, um, that's all things to kind of keep in mind to where, when you're looking at the overall market itself. You know, as far as things are, are concerned when it comes down to inventory and all those things, I started doing some, some research. I started looking into all the numbers a little bit. I think what is going to be best is I'm going to do monthly recaps when it comes down to the activity in certain areas. And as I said, focusing on Hunterdon County, Somerset County, Bucks County, I'm going to more so focus on a monthly recap to get an idea on how many homes closed this month, how, how many homes um, were, were listed for sale, and just to be able to get a sense on how the market is kind of moving as, as we continue uh, this year. You know, the one thing that I definitely wanted to go over, and this will kind of be the main topic of conversation for episode number two. Um, and you know, it's funny because I was kind of talking to myself in the car, which I, I, I tend to do so, um, more than I would like to admit. And I started to, to, to look at the aspect of a buyer working with a realtor and the, and the type of connection that they had. And it just, it just struck me to where there's so many, uh, different players on the team. And, and I think where I was going with that is that the team that you form, uh, I, I've realized over the years, and I'm sure that the buyers that have worked with me have also realized, is just so, so important. And in 2023, more than ever, I think it's going to matter so, so much on the team of people that you select. And any transaction on, on the buying side, obviously on the selling side too, I'm speaking more so on the buying side right now, any transaction that you go into, um, you, you are going to need to rely on those players on your team to get you to the, the end of the game, the end of it, which is obviously, you know, uh, owning a home. And I looked at it in, in its entirety to where there's only so much that I'm able to do. And, and that's the reason why, you know, listen, I, 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 I provide a, a level of value I feel to, to my buyers, to my sellers. And I, and very passionate on that because that's something that I hold very important to myself and I hold myself to a certain standard. And I want to be able to make sure that that experience for that buyer or that seller is as enjoyable as it possibly can be with the things that I'm able to actually control. For the things that I can't control, I just think that it's so important working with people that you are comfortable with. And the way that I looked at it for 2023, and if, and if we're using that analogy as far as like a team, and, and, I, and I kind of threw it into to baseball, I'm, I'm thinking that as far as your realtor, your realtor needs to be the, the, the center of it. So I, I put myself and, and I put agents in that position of a pitcher to where overall they're controlling the aspect and the pace of the game and, the, and they're connecting and, and communicating with all these people around them just to be the center of everything else that's going to be going on. Um, I, I looked at that and I looked at the other very, very important 
um, opposite of an agent, which is going to be your lender. So I would put a lender in the position of a catcher just to be able to where your agent and your lender need to be in direct communication at all times of a transaction. Almost, I feel like maybe more important is going to be upfront and in the beginning of being able to start that home search process and that home buying process because you're going to need to go over with a lender um, the um, the aspects of what you are going to be comfortable with um, affording and the breakdown of what that means per month. And for someone who has never owned a home before or even a second or third time buyer, I think it's always great to be able to have somebody that you can rely on to educate that person and saying, hey, you know, just because we're setting this this um, overall uh, threshold for our price point at five hundred thousand, that doesn't mean that you should go up to five hundred thousand because five hundred thousand. And if you're using you know ten to twelve thousand dollars in taxes, and here's what it is per year uh, as far as home insur- uh, homeowners insurance and all these different things, and then you see what that actual monthly breakdown is, and it's going to be significantly higher than what you were expecting. I think those conversations are so important to have up front. So that communication between your agent and your lender needs to be constant and, and ongoing from the beginning uh, into where you guys are putting in offers because then at that point now, now we actually don't have estimates. We have numbers that we're really working with. So, hey, we're offering 480. Um, here are the taxes. Here, here are all these things. You know, Can we get as close to a monthly breakdown as possible? So these people are comfortable to where if they do win this bid, if they do win this home, they're going to feel very confident going into the next phase and not have to have be, you know, be educated after the fact. Um, on top of that, you know, I, I personally think that looking at the attorneys and looking at the legal end and the overall um, entirety of what they are needing to control and overlook and looking for everyone's best interest, I put them in, in the line of, of like the head coach. Um, they're just overlooking the entirety of the transaction to make sure that everything is going the way that it needs to go. And the other two, I feel like most important aspects of that are going to be the inspector and the appraiser. And I can put them in for first base or shortstop or interchangeable, whatever the case may be. Um, but they're, they're a critical point in this overall process because, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a full episode on this, but an inspector is a huge, huge um position and player in in the team of of getting to the finish line of owning a home because they are realistically being hired to let you know everything that's going on with the property and listen I've worked with a ton of great inspectors and and, and I've worked with inspectors that just are that 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 deliver information uh, a little bit differently than maybe I would or someone would to just be able to to uh, give some reassurance, and I know that they need to do what they need to do. Uh, but overall, all of those people working together is just so crucial um, on any uh, on on any transaction and on any situation. And going into this year, I just think that again, I think it's going to be so important working with the right team. It's something that I realized at at at, a, at an early time in, in my career that. The people that I began to refer and recommend to were all people that ultimately my my clients and, and the people that I was working with were giving me the exact same feedback over and over again to make me feel confident in saying, okay, I know that this person is going to deliver, deliver this amount of, of value to my buyer in their in their um uh you know their their field of expertise. So 
I can only do so much on the lending side. I can only do so much with the attorneys. I can only do much on the inspector, appraiser, all that. So I need to kind of make sure that I coordinate that. That's going to be the best for my buyer. Um, and that was kind of the main thing that I was thinking about and just leading off the questions that I had with, with some of these other buyers um, and understanding that, you know, you know, Sometimes not even knowing they'll, they'll ask me, you know, Hey, here, here's what I make. You know, what do you think that I would be approved for? And, you know, I could, I can throw out numbers, but in the same sense, there's so much more that deals with that. Um, you know, questions when it comes down to on, on the legal aspect, as far as like, Hey, you know, here's what happened with this. You know, what do you think is going to happen? I can give you my, my experience and what I've dealt with. But again, I know that the attorneys are the ones that have dealt with that a hundred times more than I have. So they're going to be the, the perfect people to talk to. And, and that was the, the main message that I, I, I was really trying to get across um, on this episode. You know, next episode, I'm going to be able to start going into my first segment for the Just Close with Corey. So I'm going to be able to go through some of those, um, you know, one of my most recent transactions, kind of what I learned a little bit about that. Uh, and we're going to just kind of just keep these things going. I did a podcast with the great guys over at uh, Media X Marketing. So um, I'll have that link in the description just to be able to go check that out. Um, you know, talked about a lot of things, real estate, um, talked about family stuff, talked about stuff with mental health. It, it was just a really, really good time. Um, so the Real Ones podcast, that was a bunch of fun. I, I appreciate them for having me. So um, again, thank you guys so much. If you haven't done so, make sure that we subscribe on, on, on all the, the platforms and I will see you guys next week. Have a good week.